Today's been a day. Oh, it has. Oh, God. As I hear someone in the hallway singing some kind of song. Yikes. What in the fuck? I don't know if that's a song. It sounds like just mumbo jumbo. <laughs> it sounds probably awful. just some drama bullshit, but you know, it is what it is when you drink this much. Yeah. I oh god. Would you say we are alcoholics? Do we qual do we qualify? I do remember when we lived together, there was a point in time where we Googled it and we found out it was like fifteen drinks a week for an average American male. Oh god, we are I feel like there's like I say at least two weeks out of a month, we're doing fifteen at least. I would say if you're going to like over the course of a month, you know, spread out all of our drinks, I would say on average, I do like one a day during the weeks and like three to 12 <laughs> on the weekends. <laughs> so what's it like, you know, eight. So eight plus eight is 16 plus five for the one every day of the week. So 16 plus five is 21. Divided by seven, seven, that's three a day. Yeah, that's an alcoholic. It's Surely. basically 60 drinks in a month because it's 15 a week for a guy. Oh, God. That's so little. That's so few. <laughs> we burned through that so <laughs> quick. It's just terrifying. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like hit or miss, especially when you get like drinks from a bar. Like you can order a single and they pour it really heavy. And then the next one you get could be very lightly poured. And you barely got any alcohol in it, right? Yeah, I, I welcome think it's, to going out in Dallas. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot easier to gauge when, like, the only thing you're drinking is like White Claws, True Lemonades, Nooners. That's true. Well, we know what we're giving ourselves. Like, if I'm at home, I can actively see what I'm putting, like how much alcohol I'm putting in each drink. Whereas if I'm out at a bar, they hand me a fucking you know, I want a double whiskey Coke, and they hand me that, and it could have been like a 90% whiskey and just like a You never know. Like, Coke. There's been times where I've had like a 90% whiskey, tiny bit of Coke, and I paid, you know, four bucks for it. There's times I pay 20 bucks, and I get a tiny, tiny little bit of, you know, rum or whiskey and like 95% Coke. The only times they do that, though, that I've noticed is when you're just, when you get super generic and you just say like vodka soda, they're going to give you well vodka and some like off I see that. and some like right. off brand I, I soda totally see that. Yeah. as to like if you want if you say like a gray goose soda right like they're going to be super precise with that gray goose and make sure you know like it's a single oh, yeah. of gray goose they're going to they're going to measure it out and like you know do the little jigger thing and put it in there yeah yeah it's a uh, it's a whole other beast especially like going to Dallas man oh it's you know how easy it is to blow like $200 in Dallas. You could blow that in like 15 minutes. See, I've never understood that because like whenever we go out as a group. Really? Like I'll go out. Let's say I spend like 60 bucks and that's like however many drinks. That's before, crazy. Before Wait, tip. I feel like I spend like before oh, tip. Well over. Before okay. tip, right? Okay. Like So like after tip, it's like 80. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's fair. Is, you know, the next like week we'll be reflecting on it and one of y'all will be like, yeah, I spent like $250. And I'm just like, how the fuck did you just spend $250 that weekend? And it's, I swear it's just because it's people like no, they're, you. No, they're buying girls' drinks. It's, it's, it's you and Nolan. What? Where like, no way. You, well, especially you. You will just like meet random people at the bar. The same things with DeWitt is you'll just meet people at the bar, become friends, and 
you know, they'll buy you around, you buy them around, yeah. and all of a sudden you've bought four shots. For, or for, four rounds for like three people, and it adds and up really it's quick. it's like all you did is talk to them for like five minutes, take a couple shots with them, and then that is true. never met, talk to them again for the rest a, of your life. I met a bachelor party at the bar like two weeks ago. They're like, hey, like we're all buying rounds for each other. You want to pitch in? And so like, they bought me like, you know, a couple rounds. I bought them around, and I'm looking back at it. I'm like, well, shit, I spent like forty five dollars on my round. I only had like four shots. I feel like I kind of got gypped on that deal. You know? Yeah. It didn't work out in my favor. See, I like it comes down to Nolan too, because Nolan can never just go up and just order like Fireball. Oh no! Or he's going off the walls. There's no like simple thing. It's yeah, like, he's ordering like. Six rounds of uh, fire and ice. Oh yeah, and then some rumple. Yeah, after and, that, and then fireball, and then he's got there's all no the way. like whiskey cokes or whatever he's decided to drink for the night. It's like okay, there's yeah, a reason you that. ended up spending two hundred dollars. Well, yeah, no one will go like, oh my god, I, I can't believe I spent like you know two hundred fifty bucks last night. And I'm like, well, I can believe it because <laughs> <laughs> I watched you buy everybody multiple rounds of shots, whereas. Some random girl will be like, oh, my God, buy me a shot. And I'm like, what's your name? Yeah, no, not not paying, not buying you a shot. I respect the enthusiasm, but no, I'm not buying you a drink. I will give you this, though. Last weekend when we went out to West 7th, uh, we were leaving Concrete Cowboy. I did good. I did not buy any girls any shots that you, night. You didn't. It, this doesn't involve you buying alcohol. I had more to do oh, with thank God. That's a first. You know, we didn't originally intend on staying out or even going out to drink it all that night. Like the original idea was chill. And then it turned into, let's go bowl. The original as we're driving to go bowl. It's okay. Fuck it. Let's go to West seventh. And fuck that shit, bro. At like 11 o'clock, we're tabbing out of concrete cowboy. And I come up to you. I was like, okay, you see these girls right here at the bar top. If you can get one of their numbers by the time I come back, you know, I'll buy your next round. Nailed which it. was nailed it. Which is almost like I was baiting you into it, knowing we were leaving. Let it be known, nailed it. You did. You nailed it. You Crushed didn't get the. It. You. I don't think you got the number by the time I got back. I can't confirm that or not, but you got the number. Yeah. We leave, and the moment we leave, she's like, "Come back, come back." Yeah. <laughs> you did. Shame, us. shame on me for going back. That that's a rookie mistake. Well, like, even that. She's like, "Hey, like." My, like my friend I'm here with, like my girlfriend and her boyfriend are, are arguing and fighting. Like I'll buy you a, sh- a drink or two if you just come back. Oh my god, this is when all hell breaks loose too. And so I'm like, okay, like I'll come back. Like you know, buy me a drink or two. I'll hang out with you. It'll be fine. It'll be chill. So I go back, and the line outside the bar is like 40 people deep. And at this point, it's one in, one out. And so I told her, I was like, yo, you know, the likelihood of me coming back, quote unquote, is not high. And so I thought to myself, okay, what would be a good idea? Like, if I was a bouncer, what would I let in? And so I told them, hey, my girlfriend is inside uh, in the bathroom throwing up. I need to go get her. Um, she's not doing well. She just texted me. And they're like, oh, my God, absolutely. Come on, sir. Come on in. We'll <laughs> escort you to the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I mean, this is going so well. I was like, this is... What could go wrong? Like what? Like nothing can go wrong. This is going so well for me. So he escorts me to the bathroom. 
Well, I thought he'd be like, all right, man, here's the bathroom. You know, call her name, look for her, and, uh, you know, good luck. But he was like, no, um, I'm going to get a girl bartender to come in and search the bathroom, go through every stall, look for her, and then she'll report back and give me a whole synopsis. What name did you give them? Like fucking like Ashley or something. Oh, some generic <laughs> white name, like Ashley or like Michaela. I don't know, like some white girl name. Like, what does she look like? And I'm like, she's short with blonde hair. Again, it's extremely Just super generic. Super TCU girl yeah, generic. Super generic and vague. Like any girl could fall under this title. And the girl, of course, comes back from the restroom and is like, I didn't see her. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. And so I was like, hey, maybe she got out of the bathroom. I'm going to go do a lap around the bar. He's like, all right, you lead. I'll follow. And I was like, motherfucker. I was like, just let me live my life, damn it. But he's doing his job. I was like, all right. So I started like walking through the bar and I'm like, Ashley, Michaela, where are you? Oh, <laughs> obviously, I'm not making any progress. All of a sudden, a fight breaks out and he scampers across. He's like, hey, there's a fight. I got to go. He goes to take care of the fight. I go to the girl that had texted me to come back to just like hang out and like get free drinks. And then I just blocked out <laughs> the rest of the night. Just, just blocked out. It was done from there. Yeah. Cause I remember making it back with Nolan. Well, you got back and you looked at my location and somehow went from West seventh. Yeah. We left seventh at like, I disappeared like one fifty, like right before they closed. We didn't check your location. It was just me and Nolan talking to each other, vibing out, and get back. Whose idea was it to check my location? Honestly, I I don't remember. Uh, it was just kind of like a. Because that's really. It's like, huh, I wonder. I wonder where Carter ended up because we haven't heard anything from him. We thought maybe like your, right. we thought maybe no like your phone had died or, uh, or what? I don't know. And we check your location. and We see you're in the stockyards. You're not even on the same bar street. For anyone who doesn't know the layout of Fort Worth, the stockyards and West 7th are not a reasonable walking distance between each other. Uh, and not only are you in the stockyards, but you're leaving the stockyards and you're driving like in the opposite direction <laughs> of where you live. And we're like, hmm we should probably call Carter and see what's going on. See if this guy's still alive. And lo and behold, shout out. I was still, I was still there. I was still with it. Still alive. <laughs> I just think it's funny how, uh, like no one at that point's like, Carter, we have to save, not Carter, Blake, we have to save Carter. And I was like, I don't know. What to I tell have you. no recollection. When we left West Seventh, and apparently, like me and this girl Ubered to the stockyards to go country dancing. After we left West Seventh, I have no recollection of like a few tidbits of what happened the rest of that night. It was bad. Like we ended up there somehow, and then like thank God I made it home that night. But like, I have no. And I Ubered. Shout out to Uber, sponsor for today's episode. You set the wrong address Ubering home. Oh, my God. I really did, though. I I went to go home, and I was like, okay, Uber, take me home. He was like, all right, got you. And then we like, I, he's like, all right, we're here. I look out the window. It's a fucking field. And I'm like, this is not here. And he goes, 37, oh, I'm not going to send my address. But I was like, he was like, hey, this is the address. And I was like, 
nope, that's not it. And he goes, well, this is what it says. And I was like, that's the wrong street. And he goes, well, what's the street? And I told him, he goes, yeah, that's not here. That's the other way. That's like the other side of Fort Worth. And I was like, oh, my. I was like, all right, well, just take me. Just I don't just get me there. That's all that matters. He's like, how all much right. was that Uber? Oh, it was it was so expensive. It's not even funny. I paid. It, this is like a so like a money. three a.m. Uber on a Saturday well, night. I left at two a.m. I didn't. No, this is a Friday night. Oh, I left at like two thirty a.m. I didn't get home until like past three. Like we were. The Uber was so long, and the poor. Guy, I mean, he made money. It's like it's not like poor nah, guy. I didn't care. I tipped him. Like he made. More money doing that shit than he would have made doing any, anything else, but that I was think that's what real. they're kind of like banking on is that someone's drunk and fucked up and put in like the wrong place and they got to drive them around. They drive to like North Carolina and they're like, oh, wait, this isn't it. I remember seeing that where like someone had paid from from New York to California. I saw that too. I no, I saw one. It was when we were in college, it was like Austin to New Orleans. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got me fucked so, up. Someone, yeah, no someone got fucked up on six. Oh no, someone was strapped for cash. AKA the Uber driver was strapped for cash and looking for that payday. He's probably riding in a Prius. Oh yeah, he, he probably knows a thousand miles of the gallon. He knows. Every time doing. I see a Prius now, I'm just like Uber driver. Honestly, yeah. Well, Addison does DoorDash, and he makes. Does really he good, still do it? Occasionally, and he makes good money doing it. I'm about to start doing it, bro. Like they make good fucking money doing it. It's just like some weekend cash. Why the fuck not? Oh yeah, I would definitely choose like Uber Eats or DoorDash over doing an actual like Uber ride. Oh yeah, you literally just go get the food and just deliver it. You don't even like see them or anything. You just put on the doorstep because contactless delivery. Throw it on the doorstep, get back in your car, and just go. Like that sounds so easy. Like and he gets paid like forty bucks an hour to do it. See, that's the worst part about the apartment me and you used to live at is ordering deliveries. Is you cannot have them set it to your door because that involves like making sure they know what door to go to and making sure there's a kiosk there. And they type in your name and then it calls you and you let them in and then they have to be able to navigate the building to get to your room and then drop it off. And there's That's never yeah. It's too and so much. I always have to just try and set the pin to like the corner of the street. I just go out and meet them, and just run out there to yeah. the corner of the street and meet them. And at that point, there's been several times when I've ordered it, and it's like putting in all this effort to walk all oh, the yeah, way outside. Good. I might as well have just hopped in my car, car and, and done it, it myself. What do you Uber eats the most? Uh, it's mostly like McDonald's, Taco Bell, Whataburger, where. I'm really hungry late at night. You just don't want to fucking... Uh, yeah, yeah, you water eats, water, or you water eats. You Uber eats. Wait, after this, can we go to Whataburger? Yeah, sure, fuck it. For those I already who ate not, it, but you know, I'm yeah, always down for For those for who some, do not know, it is currently 1.11 a.m. Saturday, September 5th. <laughs> Saturday meaning it's past midnight. So AKA it was Thursday's Friday. episode. Yeah, it was Friday night, and now it's currently Saturday night. Blake, if you had a guess, ballpark, how many drinks have you had tonight? Nine. I that know. Was really? Are you been counting? Well, because I bought two four packs of Nooners, and, and then, you killed both. And then I drank one of Nolan's uh, mules. So this is my ninth drink right now. Well, plus that shot too. We took two shots, so it's two shots plus. So you had eleven drink. drinks. Yeah. 
How many have I had? I don't know. I lost count when we started doing the uh, Vine Power Hour. And just out of I nowhere, killed, it was just like every other vine it's telling you to drink. And it's like, okay, this is this is going too far. I killed a lot of alcohol during that Vine Power Hour. I would say I've had like probably about what you've had, maybe one or two more. It's like, what, 15, 16? No, then half the nooner are spilled on your floor, but, you know, it's whatever. We don't count that. <laughs> Ollie will drink it. He was a trooper. I trained him for these moments. I do remember right after we moved in, there's a point where you'd just gone and bought like a pack of Michelob Ultra cactus lime. And you're like, I do fuck with those. Those are actually really good. Like <laughs> really good. Ollie was still a puppy. And you're like, do I give him a beer? I mean, when he turns three in human years, that's 21 in dog years because every human year is seven dog years. So when he turns three years old, he can therefore have alcohol. So give it like another year and a half and he'll be good. So basically you tried to give alcohol to like a 10-year-old. When you say it like that, it sounds really bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, hey, he liked it. He drank it all. So like son, like father, like father, like son. I mean, <laughs> he liked those. Is he breathing? Oh, there he goes. He's laying on the ground. It's been a long night for everyone, including Ollie. So he's not doing he's just too out. hot. Yeah, Man he's just does not care. He's definitely passed out right now. I mean, it's I don't usually stay up this late, so this is a rare occurrence for him and I to be up till one thirteen. It's usually like once or twice a week, once a week. But this weekend's definitely going to be uh, multi night, just absolute shit fest, drink alcohol. Until we hurt kind of nights. I can already just feel it. It's going to be brutal, honestly. It's a weekend like this when I really wish the boat wasn't broken right now. Well, it's in the shop. They said it might be fixed, but they're also being very, very like sketch about it. And I told Nolan to tell him, I was like, hey, if you can, I told Nolan, tell him if they can finish it by Monday. I will give him a hundred bucks cash. And no one said no. So that's where we're at. Uh, Cause this weekend. These mics are so sensitive. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm like barely tweaking it. And they're like <laughs> the whole time. Sorry. <laughs> but this weekend's about to get really crazy. And it's only been going on for about like six hours at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, busy just got in town. And we have her for the weekend. She's from Houston. Shout out to H-Town. Fuck the Astros. Houston Asterix. Houston Asterix. They will never let that down. And they got caught doing it, so it's their fault. Um, yeah, it's going to be a long We're not weekend. upset about it at we, all. No, we don't give a fuck. So we have, well, technically, uh, a Texas team still hasn't won the ship without cheating. So it's still alive. The contention, hashtag Rangers, tank for first pick. The contention is still happening. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but that being said, we have Busy from H-Town in. We got some other friends in town. Alex is coming tomorrow from night. From Colorado. We're going out to Billy Bob's tomorrow night, or actually, I guess, tonight, to see the Randy Rogers Band. We've gone to Billy Bob's every weekend for the past 
Three, four, four weeks. weekends? Four weekends in a row. But honestly, though, it's a good time. How do you do? You, do you not have a good time there? I mean, I'm not really country. I like, I enjoy some country music. You can hang with the country. Uh, I don't dress like I fit in. That's probably like one thing. I'm not going like complete 180 of country attire, but I'm not pulling up in some whitewash pearl snaps and uh, leather bottom boots. No. Well, like there's like the medium, which is me. There's like the, you know, alligator boots, you know, pressed blue jeans and a pearl snapped. And then there's Blake, which is like, I'm going to wear some black jeans with tennis shoes and a t-shirt. And there's me that has khaki jeans, you know, tan boots and a fucking like t-shirt and hat, like hat, rarely a cowboy hat on. But Blake has seen, so tell me if I'm wrong, wearing a cowboy hat, we get approached by a lot more females. See, the thing I notice is wearing a cowboy hat in the stockyards in Fort Worth Eh, like, there's a little bit more of it. You don't really stand out that much. It's just... Yeah, it's not a standing out thing. But it's, it's attractive, but you're not, like, you know, an obvious, like, you know, this guy in the room. It's just like, oh, like, half the guys here have cowboy hats. But the night when we went straight from Billy Bob's to West 7th, oh, which is, no. if anyone doesn't know, it's, like, your typical kind of bar club scene. Uh, college town it's, vibes. It's Fry Street from Denton. It is the what? What? What is it comparable to? Like in Dallas, I like a Deep Elm Uptown vibe. Yeah, yeah, Deep Elm Uptown Street of Dallas. Like it's it's like a street, a long strip full of just bars. So we go there. Continue. And when you wear a cowboy hat there, that's when you start running into a lot of people who are in Fort Worth for school who are not from Texas. So when they see guys wearing a cowboy hat, it's like, oh. Yeah, this guy is from Texas. Like he's a like, oh, he's he's country. <laughs> but it's we like little, with, yeah, we little do guys. they know. It's like Carter's born and raised from an, a very non country family and Oh yeah, very DFW ish. Like not city, you're a city not, boy. not country. You like are one hundred percent a city boy. I wouldn't say hundred percent. I would say I'm like 75% city, 25 country. Because my grandparents live out in the country, and I go out there. I feel like if, I you're, if you're raised, from Texas, though, like your grandparents are from the country. Someone in your family has country. Ollie, come on. Come on. Get up. There you go. If you're from Texas, someone in your family has land in the country. Mm. So some part of you is country. As long as you go out there. I have friends that are like, I'm country. I'm like, okay, what do you mean? They're like, oh, yeah, we own land out in you know, bumfuck nowhere. And I'm like... Okay, do you go there often? Yeah, like once or twice. I'm like, what the fuck? Someone is running around. Someone's a little paranoid. This is what happens when we have copious amounts of alcohol on a Friday night in. Y'all wanted to go to West 7th tonight. Y'all are on crack. You're literally on something. I don't understand. I mean, considering the circumstances of why we went out last weekend, I didn't really think it was that outrageous. Well, last weekend we had planned to do this. We're doing right now. We planned to do a podcast. It was supposed to happen, and then we were supposed to go bowling. And then on the way to bowling, I jokingly said, "West Seventh," <laughs> and then we just magically ended up there. It was it was Nolan driving in the moment you said West Seventh as a joke. He Nolan just went straight changed there. the changed 
the his coordinates maps yeah. straight to what seventh. We ended up there, and then the rest is from earlier in the podcast. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fucking. It's it's history. It's it's brutal. It's not fun. But I mean, hey, it makes memories though, right? Like memories are what matters. I mean, especially after the weekend you had last weekend. Yeah. Oof. The I don't remember a lot of that weekend. I still like I, I think the the best moment of that night was not even at the bars. It's like after everyone got back and it's three o'clock, four in the morning, and everyone is still up drinking and dancing. And it's just like why? Why are we still up right now? Yeah, it, it turned into a shit show. It was rough. But we survived. I was hungover as fuck. The next day, the hangovers these hang, hit. Yeah, these yeah, hangovers hit a lot now. Different. I know it's like repeating ourselves at this point because I know we've talked about hangovers now that we're older. They're oh, they awful. hit so much different. It's, it's, it's so not even bad. like we're that old either. 23, no, 24. But it's moments like these when you just kind of sit back and you end up being 50 and you're hungover and you're like, Fuck, I had it good at 24. Oh, yeah. You don't realize how easy hangovers were back in the day until you get older and you're like, oh, my God, I had like only six drinks last night and I'm hungover. Back whenever I was like 20, 21, I'd have like 22, 25 drinks and I wake up the next morning like bright and early like, oh, let's go. Rusty's, Marg's. Yeah, literally. Tacos, let's go. I don't understand it. But we, okay, we have to talk about at least for a second. Uh, the Bella, what's her name? Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne, her OnlyFans and all that shit surrounding that. Have you heard about everything that happened? Do you know what happened and everything? I know there was a, a big deal about, uh, I mean, I didn't understand how many people who are actual sex workers use OnlyFans as like a huge oh, yeah. part of their income. A lot. And it's how... Crazy. Uh, her like or a person like her making an OnlyFans just on a whim diminishes what they do. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that part, but uh, I did think it was kind of weird because OnlyFans has established itself at this point of being like a place where you know just like the girl next door is posting like yeah, promiscuous pics. Yeah. And is making low level stuff. ridiculous amounts of money that you would never understand just off of charging random guys off Twitter fifteen dollars yeah. a month for pictures or well, videos. the average isn't it like isn't the average like five bucks a month? That's what, that's what I've heard. I, I like I've never really put into it because it's like why would I ever pay money for well, something like that? I think Bella was charging a pretty high amount monthly. And she made all these promises and sell this stuff. I'm sure you've heard all yeah, about the, it. Yeah, the thing that I saw that was fucked up is she was... The $300 thing? Yeah, where yeah. she was saying, like, if you donate, like, a special amount, yeah, you'll I get, mean, like, if a you personal not donate, it's like it's like, picture or video or something yeah. like that, and no one ever got it. Well, so a promise was made by her on social media that she would, for $300, like, a, a, D, like a $300 DM would respond and send you... A nude, like an actual, like you know, full frontal nude, and the the picture is supposedly doctored of her 
agreeing to do this or like DMing somebody saying she would do this. So it's neither here nor there. But there was many people who had DM'd her, you know, $300 looking for this and then it didn't happen. So Addison has said multiple times he would do an OnlyFans, right, Addison? How much would you charge monthly, Addison? Fourteen ninety nine a month. Uh, subscribe to Addison Hester at OnlyFans.com. Is that the actual web address? If they go there, will they find it? Yeah, I literally masturbate onto the camera screen. How much does that charge? Uh, it's fourteen ninety nine a month. Oh, and you, and you get all that, all yeah, that yeah. access. It's a great deal. Well, wow, that's a steal. I mean, that's. I mean, you can have two Netflix accounts or. Addison ejaculating onto the screen. Watch out. You might entice Nolan a little bit too much. How many subscribers do you currently have, Addison? Uh, 69. 69 subscribers. We are going up in the world, boys. Honestly, I have my first sponsor. Who is your first sponsor? Brazzers. Brazzers? <laughs> I can't right now. That's a high-level sponsor. <laughs> say, you have anything else to say to the fans? And he pulled his pants down, everybody. For everyone who is not watching the video on YouTube, which is probably going to get shut down. Sadly, not the first time we have seen... Yeah, you guys got demonetized. The camera's over here. Say hi to the camera. Oh, my God. YouTube.com forward slash full of stories. I don't know if you've noticed this, but every time me and you have done a one-on-one recording... Addison has always popped in for like a moment. I'm not surprised by that in the slightest bit. It's Addison. <laughs> hey, do you want this pouch? He dropped a pouch and I picked it up. Do you want I don't it? No, you can keep it. I don't care. Oh, I guess. Oh, God. Give it to him in the morning. He'll probably need it. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Have mercy on our souls. This is just brutal. This is so brutal. So, would you ever have an OnlyFans? Uh, I mean, just it Call d- of Duty OnlyFans. <laughs> just, never. I don't think they would ever reset. Shots doing like three sixties. That's pretty notable. Uh, that it's been years since I've even attempted anything. Like oh that. man, that's so unfortunate. I would subscribe for that. I still make my money though. I don't need an OnlyFans to make money off that. Yeah. So unbeknownst to our listeners, you actually gamble quite a bit on yourself on call of duty correct it's not gambling if you know you always win that was the cockiest thing i've ever heard in my entire life i mean i know it sounds cocky but since like 2013 or so i've made like a little under 60 grand and i've won like 97 98 percent of the time so it's not even really it's not gambling yeah it's it's, not really gambling anymore Now, mind you, most of the time it's for like a dollar or two, maybe five. But you you bet though, like some serious money on. I've I've had games before where uh, you end up playing some of the people you've played before many a times over years. They get cocky and shit, and they're yeah, you know, there's there people talking shit on Twitter and uh, running their mouths and. People, yeah. someone, someone just throws a number out there. I think the most I've ever played for in one game was a thousand dollars, and you won, right? And, uh, I actually lost it, and we asked them to run it back, double or nothing, and we won the second game. Oh my god, that's 
actually terrifying. That is like, the closest thing I've ever gotten to actually like being nervous because that was that's actually that's, that's was, terrifying. That's I was fucking like awful. 18, 19 years old when that happened. I mean, that's a lot of money. I mean, two thousand dollars is a substantial amount of money. That's not cheap. That's I mean, difficult. fuck, it helped paid for college. I mean, the amount of alcohol you can buy with that, the amount. Of, so I measure everything I can, like my money. I measure it in a Chick Fil A meal, which is like seven, eight dollars. So imagine how many Chick Fil A meals you could have. For, I don't think I've ever gone to Chick Fil A and spent less than like ten or twelve dollars. What the fuck do you buy? Have you seen how much I eat? Like I can't order like a small. So what are meal. you buying? That's fucking I'm, I'm twelve dollars. So one of their sandwiches is a meal, making a large combo, and then maybe getting like some grilled nuggets or some chicken nuggets on the side. Oh uh, yeah, that'll, that'll do it. The nuggets on the side will get you. Because I have, oh my god, I realized yesterday, I have so many Chick Fil A reward points that I could eat there for free for about probably a month as of right now. I, now the craziest thing isn't even like that. It's how. Uh, I started whenever I want Chick Fil A now. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! Get him, get him, Molly, get him. <laughs> For anyone, uh, Addison just walked in with a pink cowboy hat in his boxers. And, Ollie, uh, Ollie was uh, not I mean, happy I'm sure they by just that sight. Raped by that. <laughs> I mean, I was blinded by there's that sight. I'm sure Ollie boy. was upset by it too. Do you think Ollie would ever attack anybody if he had to? <laughs> Absolutely not. You think he'd run before he like bit down? I think he's all bark, no bite. He'd probably bark, and then you just all it takes is someone running at him really quick, and he just gets super timid. Yeah, honestly, I believe that he's. Or he would think they're playing with him. He's a good boy, yo. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I could not see him. Like some people are like, "Oh my god, your dog is so scary." I'm like, "Bro, he will not." It's like I've looking at his him. face right now. He is like the most innocent dog. Yeah, like I said, like you said, a lot of bark. Like that was terrifying. Like he sounds scary. Our landlord came over one time. We were out, we were like out. I dropped something off, and he walked in the door. He was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to install this thing upstairs for you guys, but." Um, your dog is at the bottom or the top of the stairs and like staring at me and he's barking and he sounds scary. And I was like, dude, he's fine. Like he will not hurt you. If you go near him, he will run away from you. Like you're fine. He's like, I don't know, man. He looks kind of scary. And I told him, I was like, dude, you are fine. Just trust me. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. He called me back five minutes later and goes, yeah, he won't move and he looks very scared and like, terrified of me and like he's barking at me so i'm just gonna leave and so you know mad respect for ollie over here you know shout out to ollie he's licking his balls right now had a boy <laughs> so you're, you'll protect the house ollie there he goes good boy his tail's wagging he knows he did something right what'd you do he's nothing no absolutely he has, yeah, he nothing no he didn't do he did. a single thing he barked and that was it He's so derpy. His face is just like a constant, like, derpy smile. Yeah, he's like, duh. 
I mean, he's happy though. He looks happy. Didn't right? we talk about this when we lived together about like if all he could talk, what he would sound like? Oh yeah, when dogs bark, what the fuck are they saying? Like, my house, my house, leave, leave, go away. My food? house, go away. No, he's not saying food. That's outside? Food. Oh yeah. Outside. Oh, fuck. I fucked me, up by saying me, outside. Go. Outside. Outside. You wanna Ooh. All, all you wanna go you wanna go outside? No, the want, thing that always gets him. <gasps> Grandma, no, grandpa no. house? Grandma, no. grandpa's house? No. No. <laughs> That's his kryptonite. Go back to sleep. Go to sleep. He's like, he's waiting. He's like, I heard I heard the words. Are we going to do it or what? Right now? Huh? Maybe. Maybe. No. No. He, dude, he is staring me down. I am sorry for saying the words I said. I was just playing with you, buddy. Go back to bed. It's moments like these when I wish we actually recorded it with a video. Oh, the GoPro. Oh, the GoPro's dead. Um, we tried that last time. Yeah, I mean the videos are not really good. It's just, uh, yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> not gonna edit. That <laughs> I was on. like, do you really want to line up this audio? Yeah, there's no, there's no fucking way I'm doing that shit. Fuck that. I mean, Carter I, puts in just enough effort to make sure the audio levels are fine on this, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, the audio levels probably aren't fine, and that's okay. <laughs> to our 50 listeners, I mean, hey, that's, I mean, that's all we're shooting for. The entire point of this podcast is to just do this after we drink a fuck ton. I mean, just. As long as the audio is listenable. I feel like we've come leaps and bounds in our audio quality. I just remember the first time. Oh, dude, the first Carter episode his, was bad. When Carter bought the first microphone, he called me. He's like, Blake, you have no idea how good it sounds. Like, I'm going to call. I'm going to send you the link right now. Join in and just listen to my yeah, voice. Dude, it was, it was, it's, it's still nice. But it's crazy because... The mic that you are talking on, Blake, sounds just as good, and it's half the price. So, I mean, did you did you overspend for yours? Well, so my mic that I bought is Tech the, Talk, by the way. Yeah, is the Rode Podcaster. Yes, the Rode Podcaster, and it has extremely good reviews. So, I mean, from all the reviews I heard. It's worth the extra 50 bucks for the quality. But when you're listening to just like normal headphones or like normal shit, like if I'm listening to this and like recording back and listening back and like editing shit on like any kind of like low volume, the audio is pretty much indistinguishable. So for anyone starting out and wants to make a podcast, a $50 mic. You just from, spend 25 bucks. Yeah. Uh, no, 50 bucks for that mic is what I spent. And that is a. Oh shit! Hold on. Time out. Uh, I don't think it really matters, but I'll, I'll talk. Um, where is it at? <laughs> Digital reference DRV one hundred. Okay. Carter does a, stream at twitch.tv slash whataboozy. Yes, and that is a digital reference DTV DRV one hundred something. It's fifty fifty bucks. Do we want to talk about how you got that name? Oh, whataboozy! <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's a classic. That's a shout out to Norb right there. Well, it's a it's a combination of years of nicknames and like shortcomings of places, but yes, Norm I think did originally coin. I don't think well, we he always said Wob. We said Wada and Wob, and then Norm just one day said Wada Bleezy. I don't then, think he remembers that he created it. 
No, and it always was like a cool name. And then I hated my name on the PlayStation Network. It was like Tatum Carr. And I was like, okay, fuck this shit. Let's find something different. And I was like trying like name after name after name. I was like, okay, I'm never going to find anything. And then one, I was like, okay, let's just try. As you were standing there with me, Blake, I was like, let's just try Wad of Lizzy. And I put it in and it was like free. And I was like, fucking send it. You got me. And so immediately I went on every different thing and took Wad of Lizzy off of everything that I could. And so now I own Wad of Lizzy. Very proud of myself. I just think it's funny, like when you start streaming and I get a notification on my phone, it's like, what a bleasy is now live, which is just funny to think. Like in my head, the first thought is, Whataburger is live now? Like, what is Whataburger streaming? What the fuck? Could you imagine just letting them flipping burgers? I'd be so in for that. They could probably do that, throw like an actual person with some sort of personality in that kitchen and they just stream it. Just put Gordon Ramsay with a fucking spatula and some burgers in the kitchen. I would. I don't know. I think the... Watching that would get me hungry, and I would fucking just munch. I think there's something about just seeing a random Whataburger kitchen being streamed at 2 a.m. So I admit you just crave it. And... what is Whataburger your go-to midnight craving? Uh, Yeah, I'd say 90% of the time, yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's not Whataburger, it's McDonald's, and McDonald's doesn't hit the same. It just really doesn't. Most of the time, if I'm eating really late, it's just McDonald's fries if I'm going to Mickey D's. But also it slaps fucking Wendy's spicy nuggies. Oh, that's a nut. That's a nut. With their, with their barbecue sauce, honestly, kind of slacks. Barbecue like sauce on my titties? That's a different podcast, Blake. Different <laughs> podcast. Wait for that. Save that. Side note. <laughs> table it. Table it. Table it. Sorry. Um, my bad. But... I'm trying to think, man. Like, Whataburger is probably the best go-to, like, midnight munchies. I mean, considering, like... You have Taco Bell, but Taco Bell's not our forte. Taco Bell's not our shit. Taco Bell's not it. Taco Bell hits different in a different way. It hits you the next morning when you wake up kind of thing. Well, Whataburger's just, like, wholesome. Like, it's just It just makes you feel good. It's so good. Wait, what was it the last time we went there? What did I get? It was the... Uh, the honey butter chicken biscuit, but not. Oh, you was, got the uh, honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich, but you subbed it with no yeah. honey barbecue, no cheese, yeah, and the, just well, honey what, butter. It's funny because whenever I went there, I saw on TikTok earlier that day, and it's like a honey butter chicken biscuit, but on Texas toast. So it's like a it's like a, a an adult size, a man sized honey butter. Everything chicken. at Whataburger, by the way, is man sized. That that you're not wrong. So I go up. I'm like, hey, I want the Hunterberry chicken biscuit, but I went on Texas Toast, and he was, and the girl, I think it was a girl, and she was like, say no more. I know what you want. And she, like, hooked it up and was like, you want the, you know, honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich with no honey, no, no barbecue, no cheese, no, 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 She, she knew exactly Which what I was Which I still think is for. weird. Who wants cheese on their honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich? It does come with cheese, but I feel like cheese would not be a good hit on that. Like, I feel like cheese is not I've it. never understood that. Isn't like just like white cheese, like Swiss or something? Like it's like a random just fucking slice. It's whatever. They put cheese on everything. Cheese comes on literally. You get a milkshake. Here's some cheese. Like they put it on everything. <laughs> like they're not playing games. They're trying to get you fucking fat. See, to me, that's like, it's not just taste, but the thing that kind of elevates uh, Whataburger over anything like In-N-Out, McDonald's, Five Guys, 
Shake Shack, uh, Wendy's, Burger King, is just portion sizes. Is like when you're you when get you're, more when you're a little fucked up and you want food, Whataburger just gives you more. Well, they give you what you need. Mind you, you do pay a little bit more at Whataburger than you do at like a McDonald's or something like that. But Bro, you can get like five things at McDonald's for like forty three cents. So <laughs> you can't you can't compare to that. Like McDonald's has their own different fucking scheme. Whataburger to me is worth every penny. Have you reached the point where like if you end up in the to go line at McDonald's, you've just kind of reflected on your life and realized that the mistake you're making right now is just worth it? Well, typically, if I'm in the drive-through line at McDonald's, it is a drastic situation. It's a, let me rephrase this. It's not good. If I have somehow found myself in the drive-through of a McDonald's, something is going very wrong for me at that moment. Either I'm about to like be hangry and kill somebody, which has happened. I am not feeling well. I need something to hold me over. Just anything, right? I'm just. Cry- I need chicken nuggies in my life. McDonald's has the boot-shaped chicken nuggies that are the, like the shit. That's just how you know it's fake as shit. It's like everyone oh, it's is like shaped six the different, exact like, same. Yeah, six different chicken nugget sizes and like cutouts. It's so gross, bro. Like that's. Have you seen that fucking pink slime video of all like the the what happens behind the scenes and all that shit? Yeah, but that's just because like McDonald's gets so much traction. I'm sure there's just so much food that we. Could you imagine eating. how much, dude? How much food a single McDonald's go through goes through in one day? Now think about how much food every McDonald's across just America alone, not all the international stores, just America. Imagine how much food goes through their store every day. That's the I mean, only that's, reason they probably had to resort to artificial. Could you imagine? Like that's that's an insane amount of food to go through on a, like a daily basis as a company. You can't do an all natural beef like patty. There's not enough going through. To, 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 no one can sustain that. There's that's not sustainable to go through like that much food a day. I'm sure they go through like million. Not by what? How many? How many? What like a hundred thousand pounds of meat a day? That's that's got to be low balling it if I had to guess. Like a million pounds? <laughs> I, the, I, like the number is not even comprehensible to me. I have no idea. You'd probably have a better gauge if you knew just how many like McDonald's locations were just in the U.S. There's got to be like, oh, God, how many do you think there are? I'll look it up, actually. How but many do you think there are? Like, and, and, and To be 100% honest. There's got to be several thousand. I would, there's got to be at least 100,000. Because it, you got to start thinking about McDonald's that are inside an airport. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, dude. How much is it? On North America. This is in 2018, though. I'm trying to find. At this point, how many new so McDonald's wait. are being built? So, what's your though? guess? What's your guess? 10,000. That's actually a really good guess. It is third. As, so, the, the question on Google is how many McDonald's are there in America in 2020? There are a total of 13,826 McDonald's locations. And United States as of August 11th, 2020, which is actually pretty recent. So that's a really good number, actually. Which is shocking because in 2015, there were 14,000. So the number has actually dropped steadily gone down year after year. Because in 2015, there was 14,200. 
In 2017, there was 14,020. In 2018, 13,905. And now 2020, 13,826. So it's actually gone down quite substantially. This makes me start thinking about like uh, when Subway was in its prime and you couldn't go anywhere without seeing a Subway everywhere. And now like I can't even think of the closest Subway that's close to me. All right. This, this number might shock you. I know Subway blew up like internationally, so there's probably some of those like all over the place. But In the United States, recently they've closed over 1,000 stores. But even knowing that, there are 24,000 Subway stores in North America and or in the United States, doubling McDonald's, which is nuts. In 2020... I've gone to Subway twice, and both times it was empty as fuck. Like no one goes there. I think like the moment places like Jersey Mike's, uh, Jimmy John's, Firehouse, uh, any of those other like sub shops started to pop up everywhere, and you could get like a much like higher quality like sandwich for around the same price, maybe a little bit more, is the moment Subway fell apart. Well, so California has 10% of their stores at 2,422. Texas has 8% at 2,084 stores. And Florida has 5% at 1,385 stores. That is a location for every 16,000 people. They always end up in those like random like yes. small shopping mall areas, strip mall areas, just like somewhere in the middle and just get lost in the sea of shops. Yeah. And you just never so really random. know that it's there. Every mall I feel like has a subway and a Panda Express. Every fucking mall. It's nuts. Like it's just like one of those hallmarks. You have to have a fucking subway. Or like gas stations have subways sometimes. Or you'll see them in Walmarts. Oh, Walmart's yeah. either have one of two, a McDonald's or a Subway, or neither. Or uh, some bougie Walmarts have Starbucks, but I think Starbucks kind of moved away from yeah, Walmart that was only towards... for a rare time. They moved from Walmart over to Target, which Starbucks fits the Target crowd a what, lot more. Target and I think it's Kroger? I think it was it's Kroger. They have Starbucks and Kroger as well. Tom Thumbs as well. Maybe it was Tom Thumb, not Kroger. There was a, there was a Kroger slash Tom Thumb slash something near my old office. That had a McDonald's in it, and I would go there occasionally. See, Tom Tom is much more regional, though. Is that like a Texas thing? I don't, I don't know if there's Tom Thumbs like outside of like Northern Texas, because Tom Thumbs owned by H E B, and H E B refuses to go any further north than like Waco. Really? Yeah, because I remember I grew up right next to a like Tom Thumb. And right after Tom Thumb got bought out by H-E-B, I thought like, oh shit. Guess how many there are. Tom Thumbs? Yeah. A hundred. 63. Now, guess how many Walmarts there are. <sighs> and I wish you the best of luck. This is not... this. If you're close, I would be shocked. 30,000. Take off a zero. 3,000? And then add another 1,000. There's 4,756. I would have thought like 10,000 like you thought. I would have thought 
more. Because I feel like it's gotten to the point where like almost every city you go to has a Walmart in it. Well, it says Walmart had a total of 4,756 stores throughout the United States as of January 31st, 2020. So this is from the beginning of the year. Walmart, that was formerly known as Walmart Stores, Inc., <clears throat> is one of the most well-known and valuable brands in the world. 2020, Walmart has a total of 11,500 stores throughout the world. But there's only 4,756 in NA, North America. Because, see, I feel like there's so many places that have at least one Walmart. And then you have places like where I grew up, there's three super oh, Walmarts. Oh, you want to know why? You want to know why? Why? Guess which state has the most Walmarts? Texas. Texas has... I mean, it makes sense. Walmart's based out of Arkansas. Yeah, Texas has more Walmart retail locations than any other state. We have 584 just in Texas alone as of July 2017, and that's just 2017. And Florida, by the same comparison in July 2017, had the second highest with only 375. So they are more than 200 stores behind us and they're the second highest, and that's in 2017. So your hypothesis of like in Texas, every city having one is very likely. Yeah. That's extremely likely. I still think one of the funniest things to do is to hop on YouTube and look at the like the the country yee shit that happens at like super obscure Walmarts out in the middle oh, of nowhere. Dude, you wanna go to, you wanna see some fucking ratchet weird shit? You go to Walmart two in the morning and you will see things you can't unsee. You I've never seen back. more Crocs in my entire life. Okay, but Crocs are kinda cool though. So chill out on Crocs. What do you got what do you got against Crocs? I don't have anything against that. I'm just saying you go, you pop into a Walmart at 2 a.m., you will, that's oh, you're where you're going to see the most Crocs you've ever seen. Crocs and some girl fighting with the manager about not wearing a mask. And then it's just game over from in there. 2020 in a nutshell. Crocs <laughs> and no mask in a Walmart. It's weird to think about, man. 2020 is almost over. We're basically in a, like, we're coming into wintertime right now. We're, we're, fall is a few weeks away. If you think it's bad now, wait until how creepy it's going to be when everyone's wearing, like, a hoodie and a mask. And everyone's just going to look sketches. Let's fuck. rob a bank. I feel like now, if you're ever going to rob a bank, now is the time. Now is when we strike, boys. No one looks suspicious of you walking in with a mask. Dude, I walked into a bank last week with a mask on. If I would have done that a year ago, people would have raised eyebrows. I've been like, what the fuck is this guy? This guy's about to fucking They've already pushed the, the button. Yeah, the cops are already on their way. But now that you walk in... Without a mask, and the cops are getting called. So, I mean, it's fucked, man. And you know what's really fucked? Like, to be 100% honest with you, I found the most insane reviews for some fucking, there's a voice crack, for some fucking gummy bears online on Amazon. You have to see. Oh, fuck. I can't wait. You're not prepared for this. You're really, you honestly are not prepared. So the first review that I saw, and these are for Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. This is literally what the reviews say. And the first one comes from Booberry. I will... Uh, Great username. Yeah, Booberry. This was reviewed on June 16th, 2019. 
It's ranked five stars, surprisingly enough. Who still needs to review gummy bears in 2019? What what has changed between 2019 and like 2005? Oh, after you hear this review, you're about to know why they did it. And it says, the subject of the review says in all caps, buyer beware. So everyone strap in, quote, unquote, from Booberry. Here we go, quote, I thought the things people said about sugar-free gummies were exaggerated. What a fool I was. I write this in the hopes that future generations will break the cycle and never have to live through what happened to me in the harrowing hours that were to come. That night, I lay awake in bed, sweating, farting profusely, and unable to sleep because I had to run to the bathroom every few minutes. The stench was incomparable to anything I had ever smelled before. It was like being anally raped in reverse. This is... See, it's like people like this on Amazon reviews, when they do stuff... This is only halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. Like being this detailed, they're either stoned, drunk, or just trolling. Like either you don't, way, you don't go this it. in depth about. I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Regardless. Like a bag of three dollar gummy bears. Oh, just you wait, man. You have no idea what this bag of gummy bears did to these people. These these poor poor people. So, continuing on, quote: To pass the time, I read the article about Hiroshima and Nagasaki on Wikipedia. What? Perhaps I felt a kinship with the victims of the attacks because it was like a nuclear bomb had gone off in my bowels. If regular diarrhea is a fat man and little boy, the effect of these villainous bears on my anus was sar- was the SAR bomb. Wait, wait was SAR Bomba? Am I reading that wrong? Who is SAR Bomba? That's right. Okay, SAR Bomba. I guess that's a fucking massive person. I don't know. At one point, I recalled Marlon Brando's monologue from Apocalypse Now, and suddenly, I understood everything. If I saw my worst enemy approaching a bowl of... uh, Sorry, if I saw my worst enemy approaching a bowl of these, I would dive in front of it to save them from the horror of what I experienced on that black day. Woe betide anyone who fails to heed my warnings. So this sets you up for a pretty good depiction of what you're getting yourself into with these gummy bears. I feel like this person was required to write this for like an English class. As a joke or like for real? Or they just thoroughly enjoy it. Right, they went for it. I respect the hell out of it. It's a good review. These are the kind of papers that you get in high school or college and you're just like, fuck me. Why is this person going so hard on this paper? I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it, honestly. You want me to read the next one? Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to the next one. All right, here we go. From Nicole P. Go ahead. All right. So Nicole says... Wait, how many stars did she give it? Nicole gave it a three-star review. And what's the title? (laughs) One of the worst days of my life. Okay, here we go. October 11th, 2016. Quote, unquote. Here we go. I ate half of a six-ounce bag I picked up at CVS. They changed the color of the bag. I didn't know. 
I spent 24 hours in the fetal position of my bathroom floor, <laughs> repeating, please, God, why? I still don't have an answer. Nicole, I hope you found your answer. It's been uh, four years <laughs> almost. Oh, it's so bad. I feel and so... These reviews go on and on and on. Here, I think here. the best part is people giving them five-star reviews, even though they still fucked well, them up. I like this one from Brett Barcom. It says five stars, and Amazon says this is a verified purchase. They 100% bought the item and not the review. And it says 653 people found this helpful. This was reviewed March 7th of 2018. Quote, unquote, tastes amazing, but hurts. And he spelled but with B-U-T-T. Tastes amazing, but hurts like none other than... None other coming out. Perfect for cow. Oh my god! Perfect for coworkers or friends. I butchered that one. Oh, it's <laughs> brutal. I'm so surprised. Like so long. That almost strikes me as like a like Wait, a prank Blake. trend that would pop Look up at the on title TikTok. for this one. Oh my god! Someone wrote the title alone. A, a fucking uh, essay about. Well, the title says diarrhea bitch. while driving. Uh, another Nicole. I guess Nicole's really just get fucked over by. Gummy bears. Fuck, dude. Well, the title says diarrhea while driving. I mean, you're seeing Nicole tomorrow for the wedding celebration. Here, let's do one more each. There's two. Here's two short ones. You want to go? You want to do go first or second? Okay, I got Nancy. All right, go for it. Nancy gave a three star review. She was uh, the title is very disappointed. I read the reviews and bought these for dot dot dot. And then 233 people found this helpful. By the way, go ahead. Quote unquote. Very disappointed. I read the reviews and bought these for my stepdad. I've given it, to, given it to him multiple times and still nothing. I should have just bought the sugar-free ones at the dollar store instead of spending extra money on this one. On the plus side, my stepdad never tasted the difference. So well, is she trying what to I'm getting from this, poison her dad? Like... I guess there's a difference between the, the, the sugar-free and non-sugar-free versions. I didn't even know there was a difference in the Haribo gummy bears. There's a good one from Dexter. Uh, this one Dexter. is has five stars, and it says, Miss Rona is shaking in her boots. And this is from May 6, 2020, so a recent one. And actually, 4,036 people found this review helpful. So here we go. Buckle in again for the last time. Quote, my friend hasn't been practicing social distancing during this pandemic, so I bought him a bag of these gummy bears for his birthday. It's now been 10 days since he left the house out of fear of pooping himself again. So, unquote, this has happened more than once. I have so many questions. All right, re-quote, quote, I'm not going to say Harabo sugar-free classic gummy bears are the cure for the coronavirus, but it certainly helps slow down the spread. So there we have it, people. The cure for the coronavirus itself. Don't let Trump know. He'll let all of his supporters know to stay inside. And- oh, God, no, not anything but that. <laughs> I can't. Can you imagine Trump supporters just taking over the, the reviews? Oh, dude, I can't do any more coronavirus. I need, I need coronavirus to end so badly. I'm so... Coronavirus... I'm so over it, dude. I'm so over it. It's so bad. There's our audio levels. There you go, buddy. You can see what's happening live on the screen. <laughs> live and in person from 
Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, baby. Hey, I mean, Fort Worth is treating us very well, I would say. I've actually really been really, really enjoying myself in Fort Worth. I like it more than Dallas. Uh, I mean, it just kind of depends. I feel like even though we lived right next to Dallas, we never really utilized everything that was around us. You know, we talked about... Yeah, we definitely out. didn't. We talked about going out all the time and doing stuff and how close we'd be. And then, what? Like, I think we went out like once or twice. Well, when we moved there, we had planned to go out. But... It's like, yeah, it after happened. a long weekend, or after a long week of work, you know, the last thing you wanted to do was go out, drive, find a place to park your car. Well, I also had a girlfriend, too. So, like, my weekends was the little time I had to see her. And so the last thing I was thinking about was going out. I was like, okay, you know, how much time do I have to see her? Like, where are we staying this weekend? I did, I did not care to, like, go out and do all that shit. I was not single. See, now that's that, the main reason we just kept going back to Denton. That's true. And now that I'm single, like, in Fort Worth. See, I think if we were both single when we had moved in, it would have been different. I think we would have gone out to Dallas a lot more. Yeah, I agree. Wholeheartedly. I just I never got true. I probably never gave Dallas a really a full shot. I never I don't gave even, my all. Have you ever even been to any of the bars or clubs in Uptown? A couple, yeah. A few. Cause I feel like I've only ever the only times I've ever seen you at a place in Dallas was when we went to Happiest Hour and then we went to Bottled in Backyard for Sage's birthday. Was the only times I've ever known you going out there. I've been in Dallas a few times. Like I remember me and her broke up. I went a couple of times, but not like Fort Worth. Like I don't know, but Fort Worth. Like I enjoy country dancing. I enjoy having a good time, and like that's a good scene for me. And so, like Fort Worth does me pretty well. Like I enjoy that kind of crowd. Whereas in Dallas is more like the crowd, and then that's not my crowd. Well, because I think watching the audio waves of that was actually hilarious. <laughs> I think Fort Worth kind of gives you that nice mixture of like a Dallas environment, but with people our age. That's a little right, right there. You see it? I still can't. You're enjoying looking at these uh, these audio like peaks way too much right now. The audio waves? Oh, yeah. It's the little things in life. Dude, we've been drinking for a minute, like a while. I'm so tired, man. Like... Tomorrow is going to be a marathon. We have to, we're going to drink tomorrow starting at 10.30 a.m. until probably 2, p- or 2 a.m. Like, we're going to drink all day. We're going to the concert tomorrow night. It's going to be a fucking shit show, bro. It's going to be a mess. That's going to be brutal. And now I think I have a wedding to go to on Sunday. So I have to figure that out now. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you're going to pull that off. Because, see, I never would have thought my mom's birthday celebration would have saved me from the amount of drinking that's going to happen tomorrow. Oh, you're getting lucky. It's going to be bad. I'm going to show gonna up brutal. tomorrow night very sober, and everyone's already just going to be exhausted. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be brutal. Well, then, if I go to this wedding Sunday, and I know they're going to want to drink because it's like an open bar at the wedding or something, like... That's also going to be fucking At least you have Monday to take off. 
Oh yeah, I, if I was going, if I didn't have Monday off, I would have to take Monday off. I couldn't do this. I couldn't keep going. I can only go so much, and then I'm just fucking dead inside. We're getting old. Oh, dude, I, oh, <laughs> I can see it. I can see it on the screen. You're doing so good. I didn't do anything. I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, I heard it. I have to fart so bad too. Honestly, like I've been brewing one for a minute. I don't know about you, but it's got to be one of those things where like. You know, you're talking to someone, they come over to your place or you go over to their place and the moment you leave or they leave, you always, you always, especially a girl, you always have to fart. Oh, it's silent. That's going to, that's going to smell like a bitch. That was silent. I was about to say the, the struggle on your face screamed like, are you sure you want to, I was like three now. Oh, this is going to smell. That's going to be really unfortunate for you in about. 30 seconds. I'm so sorry. <laughs> How did we get off on this tangent? I don't even want to know. Oh, my God. It's already 2.11, bro. We have so much alcohol to drink tomorrow, man. I'm so excited. And there's so much sarcasm in my voice when I say that. It's not even funny. <laughs> oh. I'm. You should be happy you're getting out of this. At least the first half. I didn't of the even day. know it was happening until tonight. You got a fucking Facebook invite, you I dumb dumb. I don't know what it is or if like my Facebook's broken, but like I have not received notifications about Facebook. I've gone through and I've checked, like make sure like notifications are on, all that. And like I do not get them. What an idiot. I blame you. Only person I blame is you. See it's the only thing like social media I have where like I just I pop on there maybe every few days don't see I have any notifications and I just hop right off because I'm not trying to look at someone's ridiculous Facebook post about politics yeah and that makes sense I slowly uh, like slowly but surely Twitter is turning into it what political well, not just that, where it's like every time you go on, you have to see someone like trying to like shove their viewpoint, oh, their opinions. opinions down yeah, their you, the, you're never gonna avoid that. It's it's brutal. Like you're never gonna be able to get away from that. Like especially like on social media, where it's like I feel like Snapchat's like the last place where it hasn't really. Yeah, you're on like fully mainstream to fucking shove political agendas down your throat. I don't care, man. At this point, I'm just trying to live my life, and if I think. I mean, if my views line up with the candidate, I'll vote for him. If not, then I'm just going to, like, not do it. I don't See, know. I just kind of draw the it. line at, like, um, like people getting upset that you didn't like a post that they put up about, like, some sort of, like, social issue. And because you didn't like it. Well, I mean, that's all you them. D- you I mean, didn't, sorry I didn't, you like didn't it. support the viewpoint, and it's like, I'm sorry, you know, I followed several hundred people. Yeah, I'm also not, I didn't like, see your I'm not one waiting, post that day. Yeah, I'm not waiting for your post to come across my timeline. Like, if I didn't like it, I just probably didn't fucking see it. I've, I've had people call me out, like, you don't like my post. And I'm like, honestly, I don't fucking go on social media anymore. Like, I do not give a fuck. I, post, I don't, like... I post my shit, and whenever my boys post shit, and they tell me I'm about to post something... I will go like it and like comment on it. Besides that, that's it. It's basically just whenever I'm involved in it, right? Like if it's a picture I'm in or I was there when whatever happened. Otherwise, I give zero fucks. Yeah. That's it. All right. Let's go fuck with Nolan and Busy. (laughs) 
<laughs> you down? It sounds like a great idea. All right, well, Blake, until the next drunk podcast. Probably a week from now. Probably less than that. <laughs> until our next AA. It, it might just be tomorrow night. Until our next AA meeting, I bid you adieu. Bye-bye. Good night, boys. <laughs>